The Chet Topic Podcast Network. Prepare to be amazed. Prepare to laugh. Prepare to be offended. Go f*** yourself. But most of all, prepare to be entertained. Chet Kopik, Jeff Pinkus. This is Unscripted and In Your Face. Well, despite the protestations of the Federal Communications Commission, we are back once again. How are you doing, everybody? It's uh, Chet Kopik on this side of the table along with uh, Jeff Pinkus. The Pinker is, once again, we are uncensored, unscripted, in your face, and probably somewhere down your larynx. Uh, first of all, Pinker, I think uh, here is something that uh, our, our listeners can really, you know, chew on and really sink their choppers into big time. Uh, who or what has less credibility, TMZ.com or Mayor Daly? That's, that's, a, that's a good question. I would have to say uh, I, I would say that uh, I would say the Daly administration. I mean, and, and, and by the way, people listening around the globe probably know about Daly. I, excuse me, the, da- the Daly crime family. Let's get it correct. The Daly crime family. Yes, sir. You know what I think that you know what I you know what I think about Mayor Daly. Think about this, ladies and gentlemen. Now, you know, as you know, that radio is theater of the mind. Here's how I think about Daly. I think he's always loaded on on uh, on uh, Hennessy. Okay, and then no, listen to me. This is my and he's like one of those those you know those cardboard doll guys where they just prop him up to the you know to the microphone and he's got he's got a red face and he's got that you know the and he's got the hair kind of down and he just gets pissed off at everybody. They just problem all right, Mayor, you're on. All right. I mean I think he's hammered in his office all the time. Quite frankly, I don't think he knows what's going on behind him. I, I remember doing a banquet for the uh NFL Players Association about uh this has to go back about fifteen years to the uh early part of uh Richie's administration and, and the mayor the mayor arrives late to the banquet mm-hmm. to address the uh, the luminaries and you got all these guys who are paying five ten large for for a table and mm-hmm. you've got all these national football league stars cash and, of uh, course uh, and daily daily reads from prepared remarks and i'm telling you it may have been the most boring speech i ever heard in my I'm life telling you. i remember one ball player i want to say it might have been uh ronnie lott leaning over to me and saying who is this guy? Because man, he sucks. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, he's just really—he's just—he's one of these guys that just prop up in front of the mic, and he's got this huge entourage around him. I really—I mean, I think he knows what's going on, but sometimes I think he doesn't know what's going on, and that's no defense on on DeMayer. Uh Do you think Tiger Woods might uh, have interest in uh, Anna Devalantes, the uh, the uh, babe over at uh, WFLD, if a meeting could be arranged? <laughs> yeah, because he likes Greek style. I think he does. Yeah, as a matter of fact, I think she's a nice Greek girl. Yeah, yeah, I think he would have an interest in her. You Wait, t- Devalantes is Greek? Yeah, huh? she sure is. Yes. All this time, I thought I'm, she was a Latino. No, Anna Devalantes is a beautiful Greek girl. Yeah, yeah, she really is. I because my friend George Bliss told me that's the only reason why I know. Now, Tiger is, you know, you know. I, my first question this morning is, how many holes? Do you think he's gotten into? Okay. You know what? Uh, he's on the back. He's on the back nine. Yes. Pinker, Pinker. The 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 hit in this story is going to be this. It may happen this week, next week, or the week after. Love but child. One one of the bimbos <laughs> is going to come out and go. I am carrying love baby tiger. Child. I love you anymore. <laughs> love child. You know, can let me ask. Remember you? Dana Ross and the Supremes doing a, a really cheesy song called Love Child. That's fine. Why I brought it up. Love child. That's right. Love, child. We should find some music for that and throw it in here sometime. Now, you know, this is what I really thought about Tiger, and I really mean this sincerely. It's kind of like a, I don't know how the hell Elliot Spitzer, I forgot how he got caught, but if I had that kind well, of... Well, he kid, got caught wearing black socks, too. That, too? 
I mean, the idea of Elliot Spitzer, you know, banging a prostitute wearing black socks over the calf is kind of the ugliest picture I've you ever seen. You think he had his sandals on, too, maybe? I think he was probably wearing, he was probably wearing a fedora and didn't take his wristwatch. <laughs> That's like that's like Marv Albert when he got caught with the domination oh. and she pulled his wig off. You know, let me let me ask you a question. Now, but, but first, corner one. jump shot. Yes. Well, what is it with these guys? Now, you've been in the media business. Oh, is it what is it with these guys? You have followed these sports guys seriously for years and years. The athletes, even some of the higher profile broadcasters. You know, I, I'm not that smart of a guy. I just remember, seriously, when Richard Nixon got caught, I thought if he got caught, now you're at the top of the heap. Anybody got caught. Everyone thinks it's not going to happen to them. They're not going to get busted. You know, every time you turn around, first it's Letterman, and then someone, t- the guy before that, Mark Sanford in South Carolina. I mean, and now it's Tiger, and tomorrow it's going to be somebody yeah, else. But what I, is but it I with mean, these but guys? I, but I mean, kudos to Letterman. Because he came right out Correct. on the forum, yes. said, I am guilty as charged. Yes. You know, uh, I've embarrassed my wife, I've embarrassed my family, I've embarrassed myself. His damage control could not have been any better. Whereas right. Tiger's has been absolutely abominable. Here's the only problem with the spin control with Tiger. I still think there are five or six more bimbos out there who have yet to uh, uh, emerge, you know, reach the precincts. Yeah. Well, Tiger, we talked a little oh, bit about this last oh, week. Oh, Tiger. Tiger. Please, and do you believe that he was really banging that chick from Perkins in his house? You know, that Perkins, it's like a nine ninety nine buffet. I, I, you don't like Perkins? No, 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 I'm not knocking You ever it. had the pancakes no, at no, Perkins? No, 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 I'm saying Tiger muffins? Woods. Tiger it's the, Woods? It's a, they're, they're unbeatable for guys' sake. Yeah, beatable is the, t- is the key word. Yeah, can you come over and beat my pancakes? Yeah, you can't beat my meat. <laughs> now, now. Why don't these guys? Did you come over Chet, here and grill my sausage, Chad? Why don't these guys get a great? Why don't they get a hooker? No, seriously. I mean, he's got. A, he's mixing. No, you you never you never go the hooker route. Why? It's it's my point is no, they don't because, talk because because the hooker the hooker sees money right from the get go. But so the bimbos are starstruck. The bimbos want talkability. The bimbos really don't care about the sex. I mean, Tiger may be. Uh, a, a tremendous guy between the sheets. Mm-hmm. I have no idea. Or he might be lousy. He might be lousy. But they can go back and they can tell their girlfriends and their guy friends. That's my point. I, if I'm an athlete, I, I don't whacked, wanna... I did oh, Tiger Woods. That's my point. So you, you I mean, like suppose now, now, let's suppose you're, okay. you're 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 happily married. But suppose you're out you're out in California. Okay. And you wind up at a uh, a Beverly Hills cocktail party. Uh-huh. And it gets dramatically out of hand. Yeah, and you've got Cameron Diaz, and she's all either drunked up or coked up, or you've got you know, I don't care, Drew Barrymore. I mean, give give me the babe of your choice. Okay, and and you wind up doing her. That's good, and I'm going to tell you why. That's but there, good. but there's no talkability there. But here's my point. No, I, I see here's how I would look at it. If I was because to cheat, you you can't cut a three wood from no, 260 yards. No, but if I was to cheat on my <laughs> wife, I would cheat on someone that had more to lose than me. And this way, everything is cool. Seriously, I you make a point of it. Well, get a load of Billy Graham over here. No, it's true. <laughs> I mean, if I was to screw around on uh, my wife. Reverend, Reverend Pincus' drive-in church will I be would. coming to your town sooner rather than later. I think this is, I just think that makes all the sense in the world. So you don't think he did it for the sex. You think he did it because he's looking for chicks. Like, seriously, kiss his ass, starstruck. I, I, th- I think some of it gets down to the fact that he's bored. Okay. I mean, he can't go anywhere. 
can't do this. He's going to be mobbed. That's true. So he gave that up because of so, his celebrity. You know, he's um, yeah. I mean, no, I'm just wondering, wondering, wondering what makes these guys more, tick. more people can identify Tiger Woods than can name the Pope. Okay, fair enough. So you're and, and I'm, I'm embarrassed as a Catholic to tell you. I don't know the name of the Pope right now. I'm embarrassed for a Jew. I can't tell you the name of the Pope either. But when I, when, Hi, Pope. Pope, would you mind emailing us? Pope, Pope Einstein. Isn't that who it is? But no, really. Pope Schwartz. So you're telling me, so you, in your opinion, Tiger Woods didn't cheat for the sex. He cheated for the chase, for the challenge. No, because I'm just thinking about sex. Seriously, I'm thinking, like, if you're going to screw around and you got the kind of cash, get yourself an unbelievable hooker or get someone to lose more than you. And in his case, very tough. And then you're not going to get found out. He, you know, these chicks, to me, they got the goods on them. You know, you mess around with somebody out there, the cocktail waitress, the Perkins waitress, whatever. Sooner or later, he's going to get busted. One of them are going to talk. They're going to go to a TMZ. You, or- you, you put yourself in a world of naivete. I do. You put yourself in a world of denial if you're a guy like Tiger Woods. Okay. I mean, I, I, I would like to say that I was pure during my entire marriage, but I wasn't. <laughs> Who, Mr. Ivory Soap? Yeah, you? I mean, I'd like to tell you that I was, you know, mm-hmm. that I was a regular, you know, Ward Cleaver mm-hmm. during my whole marriage. Oh, you were after the but, beaver. But to me, <laughs> Ward, Ward, aren't you being a little hard on the beaver? Yes. <laughs> well, let, me get, let, me, let me get my KY me, out, me, June. It, it, Hold it, on <laughs> on your beaver. Hold on a minute. Let me get the KY out. All right, Ward. June, shut up and go in and do the laundry. All right, but I want to hear you. I want to hear because you're you're you you've been in the public eye because I'm, because you do have certain babes who make it very clear, yeah, that they're available. Okay, but you got to be really really discreet. But he wasn't. That's what I'm saying. He wasn't. I'm just trying to figure out his motive. Seriously, I'm trying to get into his head. No pun intended. Why? Why? Would he let himself be found out? I mean, if I'm if, I, if I'm a Tiger Woods, I'm thinking to myself, you know, what what is going to have this chick not go to not go to people, not not tell people, not the Pegger, word get it's out? It's too simple. It's denial, man. Okay, it's too simple. So, so in it's other words, just, I'm just Tiger denial. and ego too. Here's what's interesting about all this: all right. nobody, but nobody has brought this point up. Arnold Palmer was notorious. Tiger Woods, Tiger Woods is romper room. Okay. Compared to but that was in the JFK Arnie, days. Nobody well, talked. Well, that, that was that was that was back in the fifties and sixties. Right. 60s. That's what I'm saying. And the media the media was so in love with Arnold that they protected him. But they also now, didn't talk. Now like there was that one back. guy. There, there was a legendary writer for Sports Illustrated named Dan Jenkins. And I was talking to Lester Munson from ESPN about this. Mm-hmm. Jenkins could have written an unauthorized biography about Arnold Palmer that would have made your eyes leap out of your head. Arnie never saw a skirt in his life. That he wouldn't go after. Mm-hmm. I mean, and and the PGA Tour lends itself to you know boy girl attraction, money, prestigious big events. All these guys are walking around, you know, in plaid pants and red shirts. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It just, the, you know, Tiger ain't the first. That's that's my point. No, I think that most, in my opinion, I, I would just guess that most athletes do not don't. I mean, the the temptation on the road is absolutely unreal, and they are bored. Hey, did you see where uh, John Daly has lost 185 pounds? No. And he wants a movie made about his life. And he wants Matt he really Damon. Lo- he wants Matt Damon to play the new John Daly. Did he really lose that kind of... 185 pounds, which tells me he had to have quit drinking. He's probably smoking five packs of cigarettes a day. But he had to quit drinking. Well, he's the Daryl Strawberry of golf. All that talent and just nothing to show for it. Nothing. Well, he's won... He's no, won, you know what I mean. I he's mean, won nothing, two majors. Nothing... To, 
nothing to his potential. He still That's probably it. makes sixty five, seventy thousand bucks for an exhibition. You know, he's he, he's he's a remarkable fan favorite. I love him. He's well, got all well, he's why, got the why, charisma. Why? I don't know. I don't know why. Be, why? Because he's a bad boy. He's a wise ass. Yeah, bingo. He, t- he tells bingo. it the way it is. He's a bad boy. He's honest. He's he's straightforward. He doesn't. He just he just he just rips. He just let. He, you see, a guy like Todd Strozier is a wimp. He's a wimp. Yes, he, he is. He is. You know, he he used daddy's coattails to usher himself right. into a job he doesn't really deserve. That's why. That's and why and, and the him. good folks of Chicago will will kick his dumb ass out of office. But a guy like Daly, we we like guys like Daly because you sense John Daly, Daly that that every day with John, every day with John, it's a misadventure. I like John Daly because of that because I, you know, John Daly's the kind of guy that he's he wouldn't be like a corporate kind of guy. He's like an unhirable. I like guys like that. <laughs> he I I. I I relate to yeah, guys. You got to love a guy who's signing autographs at Hooters to make money. Yeah, well, it's okay. <laughs> hey, listen. Uh, you, hey, why do we? You know, you know. I I worked a couple of times with uh, with Hooters babes. You you'd be amazed at how protective the people are at Hooters about their uh, about their chicks. I mean, hey, listen. They're selling TNA. It's way they overrated. they they aren't selling it's you know way overrated. They they aren't selling eyebrows. They aren't selling you know uh, uh, onion rings. Who? They're selling. They're selling TNA. Who's uh, over overprotective? Uh, you mean like the managers? Oh, corporate, stuff? corporate, oh, corporate. Yeah. yeah, I mean when I was doing a when I was doing a gambling TV gig in Las Vegas, uh, you'd be good a couple at that. of years ago. I, I was great. I was gambling great. Gambling gig man. with Chet. I was tremendous. Hey, everybody, come over here. Twenty five star NFC lock of the month. You know, but you know we had Hooters girls, and one of one of the Hooters girls' job was to go, you know, and and your host of the Winning Edge, Mister Chet. Topic, and the, the deal was, I mean, you you couldn't say anything that was even just slightly off color around these Hooters babes, or corporate would go nuts. Mm. They would just go nuts. I'd be gone. You know, and I mean, you got these babes coming out of coming out of trailer parks in uh, you know Port Arthur, Texas, and mm. middle of nowhere. You think I bond? And all, and all of a sudden, you're treating them, you're treating them like they're Queen fucking Elizabeth. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you know, yeah. Well, it's. Um it's uh, it's the way it, that's how it goes in 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 the corporate uh, Hooters life. It's not it's not my style though. I know it's it's a very difficult world that that corporate Hooters life. By golly, it's a it's a challenge. It's probably more challenging than the Obama White House. Uh, well, I don't see you. I think that's I don't see you as a corporate guy either. By the way, I don't see you any kind. Oh, I, I don't. Come I don't see. Come on. Come on. No, right? No way. Right? No. No. Yeah. I I mean, if you if you if you told me tomorrow that I had to go sell life insurance for the rest of my life, I'd say you know what. Go to a gun no, store. No, that's not what I mean. What I mean is you like to do your own thing. You like to say what you want to say. We had a little conversation about this at lunch last week about we won't mention unless you want to mention, you know, PDs. But, like, if you're talent, you should be able to do your thing, unless you get totally crazy, do your thing, and just be left alone. That's what I mean by corporations. And then instead of getting a memo, like, for instance, the guy over at the, the Geritol Nation. It was in the paper, you know, the World Geritol Nation. A pig virus vomit, whatever his name was. He got some kind of, he sends out memos like when you say 85, don't say 85 degrees. and Don't say coming up next and all this crap. I mean, he's micromanaging all the talent and that gets you gun shy for you not being able to be yourself. To me, talent, you have to be able to be yourself. I got a buddy of mine right now in uh, in sales. He's really prominent downtown. Mm-hmm. He sells to various uh, radio stations. Okay. And he's pulling in well over a million bucks okay. for his company this year. He's... um. I mean, he's, he's making a lot of he dough. sold a million bucks? He's, yeah. Okay. He's walking away from a gig that pays him uh, a big, big-time number 
for one reason. It's the very point you just brought up. He is sick of the micromanaging. Right. That's what our business has become. It used to be, hey, walk in the door, do your thing, have a good time, do a little dance, make a little love, get down tonight. Right. Now it is completely about memos and emails. There, there is no. It's like a, it's like a guy like Justin Craig at ESPN. Mm-hmm. Justin, Justin wants to stay in his office. Doesn't want to interrelate with you. He just wants to be left alone. And you know, that's that's his way of doing business. And ESPN is doing very, very well. But there's. There, there, there's no fun. I understand they're very the corporate. I understand, oh. I mean, you were, I understand they're oh. not just Justin Craig, but ESPN is very you, oh, corporate. Oh, you have no idea. You have no idea. ESPN, I mean, you know, starting with, starting with the higher ups in Bristol. That's what I'm talking about. All the way, all the way down, all the way down to the affiliates. I mean, and, and, and they're wrapped up in the Disney mentality. So, I mean, you know, you know, what you can say in terms of language, I think, you can't say ass on the air for heaven's sakes anymore. Without getting a, without getting a memo at ESPN, that's ridiculous. No, it's, it is, and that's that's the problem. That's you'll, you'll hear you'll hear racier talk on nighttime television on the O and O's than you're going to hear on ESPN. You know, do you ever real quick? Do you ever watch the show, uh, which I think is hysterical, and it's all I don't windows. watch television. You I don't. You don't I haven't got a TV. I, yes, you I can't do. afford I, to I buy one. Two and a half men. <laughs> two and a half men. Eight o'clock. I think two and a half men blows. But I'm just saying they always talking about sex. It's always you hear racier stuff on two and a half men than you do on on ESPN. ESPN is sports. It's guy talk. It's what it, I mean for the most part. Well, it, it's it's guy talk, but I mean they're trying to make it uh, uh, the guy's Presbyterian reading class type of talk. I wouldn't understand. Which is unfortunate. No, not Very unfortunate. unfortunate. All right, Chester. Well, all right. Uh, he is the Panker. I am Chad Kopic. Uh, once again, you have been dialed into uh, a remarkable show called Unscripted and Undetailed. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Unscripted and in your face, baby. That is the Panker. I'm Kopic. We thank our uh, technical advisor, Mr. Uh, Daniel Levy, who uh, remarkably showed up sober today. Uh, we will catch you people in seven days. We're up 24-7. Peace, love, and the Rolling Stones. So long, everybody.